is the great I am. Oh God, he is the great I am. If you knew some of the testimonies that were on this stage, you will know that he's the great I am. And that's not just today, that's on a Sunday. If you see us worshiping the Lord and you know what some of us have been through, some of us have trialed through, you, are, you will know we serve the great I am. Please be seated. I want to welcome everyone that's watching online, by the way. You are definitely welcomed. We wish you were here, but you're at home. So what are we going to do about that? Nothing. <laughs> Matthew 25, 14, 30, the parable of the talents, or sometimes called the parable of the bags of gold. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work, or I like to say talent to work, and gained five more bags. So also the one of two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who received one bag dug a hole in the ground and hid it from his master. We've come to December, the last month of the year, the, the point where we're thinking, we're examining, we're thinking we're, what we're about to do next year, the goals we're about to take on next year. And I was praying throughout the whole of December, and I was thinking, what, God, what do you want me to do next year? How do you want me to move? What, what's the rhythm that you're working in next year so I can match your rhythm, not you match my rhythm? Because you may not understand, God actually moves in a rhythm. God moves in a tempo and it's up to us to catch his tempo so we can catch his flow. And then I was thinking and I, it came to my heart and I was like, I know there's things that God gave me this year that I dug and I hid from my master. There's things that God deposited in my heart, whether it was opportunities, whether it was seeds, whether it was words, whether it's something that I was meant to tell someone that I put under the ground, maybe because of fear, maybe because I was scared. Maybe because I didn't know what to do with it. And then I thought to myself, imagine what the church has dug this year. Imagine the things that we were supposed to do that we didn't do because of fear, because of hurt. And then I thought to myself, the, the beauty of the parable of the talent or the message behind the parable of the talent is really everyone that lives on this earth has to work. Everyone that lives on this earth, you have to contribute to, to the master plan of God. Because if you don't contribute to the master plan of God, he won't know how much he can give you. We saw in the parable of the talents, they, he gave them something based on their ability. Some of you think you're a star, really and truly. You get me? But, and there's no problem with that, get me? But if you're expecting a star, you have to be able to work your way up to a star. You have to revise. There's people that... I'm surrounded a lot by students, and they study to get somewhere. There's a process to getting somewhere. Sometimes we want to skip this process, and God gives us a seed, but we actually just want God to give us a tree. God gives us, God gives us a talent, like my brother here that plays the piano. And in your head, you may see shining lights, but God's like, no, just learn the basics. Learn the scale. Learn from C to C, then I'll take you further and further and further. Me, my ambitions growing up was never to be on the platform. My ambitions growing up was to be behind the scenes. That's why most of my life in the, industry, in the entertainment industry was spent behind the artist and behind the talent. But then God, dug, God placed something in my heart about two years ago. 
and it stirred something in me. And if I had, and to be honest, not if, I did dig a hole into that. I did pull it under the ground. I buried it, and I prayed that it never resurrected. But what God has, <laughs> but what God starts in you, that fire that God puts in you, once it's in you, there's nothing you can do to take God's hand off that calling. It has to be completed. It has to be done. It has to be established. So while I'm talking to people in this room, I'm expecting that there's people in this room that have dreams. If you have a dream, wave at me. If you have a goal, wave at me. If you have ambitions, wave at me. I'm, I'm, I'm enamored by ambition. I've, I'm a creative at heart, so I incubate in imagina- imagining and I incubate in thinking about the impossible. And one thing that I've realized is every time we have ambition, we have talent and we have gifting and we have opportunity, we're always scared to put it to work. I'm a musician that can't read music. Why? Because I was scared. I'm, I'm somebody that doesn't like speaking. Why? Because I'm scared I'll stutter. Moses stuttered. We can read throughout the whole scriptures of people that were fearful of stepping out in faith. But once they stepped out in faith, they saw the fullness of God in their life. And that's when they were able to discover the mysteries and discover the possibilities of what God can do in our life. We hear all the time in church, he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly. But he has to, in order to be able to do exceedingly and abundantly of something, you have to have something to give him for that to become exceedingly and abundantly. What's exceedingly and abundantly of nothing? Nothing. So we're at home and we're praying, we're praying, God give me this, God give me this, pay this rent, pay this bill. God, I want a mortgage, God, I want a wife, God, I want a husband, God, I want this, I want Louis Vuitton, I want Gucci. And God's like, stop, shut up. The thing that I gave you when you was little that you dug, the thing that I gave you when you was growing up that you dug is the thing that's going to get you to everything that you want. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and then all his righteousness, and everything that he has. If you put your hope in Jesus Christ, he would truly, truly come through in a way that you don't know. During this Christmas time, I know we're speaking about Christmas, but um, Vonley really touched me when he started singing the hymn, He is Lord. Because, because those words, He is Lord, He has risen from the dead. We're serving a living God, a moving God. We're serving a God that keeps on depositing. He doesn't stop depositing. He keeps on depositing. You're going to close your eyes tomorrow and you're going to think, wow, what's that? That's a deposit. That's God saying you've got to make another move. We're entering, I was speaking to one of the guys in the worship team and I said, can you imagine we're about to enter 2024? Can you imagine? In 2013, I didn't even know 2024 even was a thing. <laughs> David. In 2013, I thought 2024 was a myth. But we're about to step into something. We're about to move into something. And I want us to finish strong. I don't want us to finish weak. I've had a, I'm tired of the church being on the defense. It's time for the church to be on the attack. We can't stay on the defense. We have to be on the attack. I just got a scripture that just came to my head one minute. Thank you, sis. Genesis 49. I'm going to start from Genesis 49, yeah. Then Jacob called his sons and said, gather around 
gather around so I can tell you what will happen to you the day is to come. Assemble and listen, sons of Jacob. Listen to your father, Israel. That in itself. Assemble and listen, sons of Jacob. Listen to your father, Israel. Jacob, Israel. That's it for another story for another day. Let's skip to verse 27. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. In the morning, he devours prey. And in the evening, he divides the plunder. Or some translation says, in the evening, he divides his spoil. We have to attack in the morning and divide at night. We have to see something. When God puts something in your heart, attack it. Wrap your hands around it. Don't let it go. Don't let voices get into it. Don't let haters get into it. Because the reason some voices are not meant to be in your life is because they're going to distort the vision you have. And they're going to distort the vision and seed that God gave you for it to be birthed into something. But you have to attack. Somebody say attack. Attack. Amen. So we attack. And then at the night, we divide. What does divide mean? We pull it away for our children and our children's children. And our children's children's children. Legacy. Generational wealth. The church is where we're about, but listen, it's time for us to be under attack. I'm tired, so tired of the church being under defense. And what I mean by defense, I mean, and I may get in trouble for saying this tomorrow, but hey, it's Jordan, so it is what it is. We're waiting on government to change things for the church that government won't change for the church. The church has to take control of the church. Government is not going to shift the church. We, as the church, are going to shift the church. We have to be on the attack. We have to take what God's given us in our hearts, apply it to work. If God gave you five, at least come back with five. If God gave you one, at least come back with two. It doesn't matter what you come back with, at least come back with something. Bring something to the table next year. We had a beautiful service, Thanksgiving, and we saw people bringing food, and it filled up the whole front of this whole place. That's attack. That's attack. We can't expect to move and to advance the kingdom without attacking. It's been amazing, don't get me wrong, being on the defense, but I don't like being on the defense anymore. I think being on the defense is boring, and I think being on the defense gives the, it makes the enemy think that he's attacking you. And being on the defense actually may make the enemy think that he's got a hand on you. But we have to attack. We have to move forward. Children have to move forward. Youth have to move forward. Adults have to move forward. The kingdom has to advance. We keep on speaking that is the last days. If it is really the last days, wouldn't you want to attack rather than be on the defense? Are we going to think it's the last days and just be in our prayer closet? No, let's get out and attack. The reason I invited Isaiah Raymond and Vonley Nui is because they are attackers. I didn't invite them because they're passive. They're active. They, they're on the front line of this. Get me? And it's time for us to put ourselves in the position to be in the front line. God wants to bless every single last person in this room without a doubt. But God also wants you to move into the blessing. He doesn't want to bless you while you're sitting down and you're just thinking, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Forget that. 
God wants to bless you and know that whatever he blesses you with, you're going to put it to work and you're going to make it into something. And once you've made it into something, you're going to bring it back into his house and you're going to give him the glory so that someone else can see what amazing things God do. It's a domino effect. It's not, it's not, it's, some people say collateral, collateral damage. That's what some people, It's collateral blessings. It's domino effects. When I see that you can do it, I'm going to do it. When I see that it was possible for you, I'm going to believe it's possible for me. Listen I'm, listen, I'm no different from a lot of black people, quote and unquote, you get me? I'm a black boy that grew up in a certain environment where statistics said this was a myth. But I saw examples. I saw what God can do in people's lives. And I said, you know what? It's possible. There's something better over there. We can get out. There's no, why, just, let's not get comfortable here. God's got something for us over there. And I want everyone in this room to know that next year, God wants to bless you, but he also wants to see you move. So please finish strong. Please, please, please finish strong. I, I'm saying please, not as in like I'm, I'm begging you to finish strong. You can do what you, you guys, everyone here has grown. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but we've got to stop putting a lot of pressure on the ministers. And I'm saying that as someone that's behind the ministers. And I see the weight that's on the ministers. The ministers need you to contribute. I'm speaking on their behalf because I'm allowed to. <laughs> yeah, man. I love them more. I love them more. But we need you to take two steps when we take two steps. You feel me? Yeah, me. It's a collaborative. We want to praise God together. We want to worship God together. This house is a house of prayer and worship. So if we do it together, oh God, the roof will come off. The roof will literally come off. I believe it. So let's lift up our hands, man. I'm going to get New Year back on to, to end this. No, let's stand. And if your neighbor will let you, hold their hand, hold their hand, hold their hand. If your neighbor will let you, if they will let you. If they don't want you to hold their hand, they don't hold it. If they don't want you, don't hold it. Listen. They, yeah, we're living in a different time. <laughs> They're never going to give me this mic again, bro. <laughs> oh, come on. And I want you, I want you to, 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 for two minutes, just to pray for your neighbor. Pray the blessing. Pray that blessing over them as if you're praying for yourself. Come on, we're family in this room. We're family in this room. We're family in this room. Come on. There's a dream in that neighbor. There's a future in that neighbor. Come on, come on. Squeeze it out of them. Squeeze it out of them. Fear may have tried to block it. Doubt came into their mind and, and they tried to, to distort it. But there's a seed. There's a seed in that neighbor. There's a seed. There's a seed. There's a seed. Come on. Come on. Water that seed with your prayers. Water that seed with your mouth. Oh God, we pray today that every seed in this place will this, will this begin to grow. We'll begin to see light. We'll begin to see water. We'll be, begin to see the beauty of what you've got to do, Father. Father God, we lift up every person in this place that has a dream. And we pray, Father God, that even though they may think that dream wasn't going to become a reality, we pray, Father God, you will ignite a fire in their heart to let them know that that dream that you gave them can happen. That dream that you gave them wasn't just a dream, it was a calling, it was a purpose. Come on, come on, pray for your neighbor like your neighbor's your sister, like your neighbor's your brother. 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We pray. We pray it. We pray it. We believe it. We believe it. We believe it. We believe. Now I want you to pray that blessing over yourself. I want you to, I want you to pray it over yourself that if God gave you a seed, if God gave you a talent, that you're going to put that talent to work. You're not going to put that to waste. You're going to put it to work. Come on, come on. Let's lift up our voices to God. I know we said it's a concert, but I believe something needs to get broken in this place so that we can enter 2024 right. We can finish 2023 right. Let's finish strong. God, I pray over every seed in this place. I pray that your hand will be upon it. I pray that no weapon formed against it shall ever prosper. I pray, Father God, that the purposes and callings in this place, Father God, will live. Will live. The assignments in this place will not die. They will live. They will live. They will live. They will live. They, we, we cancel every, every plan of the enemy to distort and to confuse in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we lift up this house. We lift up this house. This house. This great house. Oh God, we lift up your house. Oh God. And we pray, Father God, that your house will be known as a house of prayer. And Father God, we pray that your house will be known as a house where you dwell in. Oh, Rabbi. Father God, your house will be a house where you dwell in it. We don't want to be in here unless you're not in here. We don't want to be in here, Father God, if you're not in here. Oh, God, come on, lift your hands. There's something, something is moving in this place. Come on. Come on. If you're that person that you, and you know there was a seed and you dug it, just lift your hands up to God. It's not over. It don't, it's not finished. Just because you dug it doesn't mean he can't resurrect it. He's going to resurrect it if you lift your hands up and you give it to him. Surrender it to him. Mighty God. Hallelujah. We bless your holy name. Oh, come on. Let's give God a shout of praise. Oh, come on. We can do better like that. Let's give God a shout of praise that you know it's been done. Come on. Like you know it's been done. Like you know it's been done. Like you know the great I am has solved that issue. Yeah, like that seed has been resurrected. Yeah, you're about to step into 2024 different. You're about to step into 2024 different. Come on, clap it, clap it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands in this place. Oh God, you're about to step into 2024 different. I feel it. There's a seed that's about to get turned into a tree in it. There's a dream that's about to give, you're about to give birth to a new dream. You thought God was, you thought God was done there? Nah, he's not done. He's still moving. He's still proving. Oh, God, we, we praise you that you are alive and you're still moving. Oh, hallelujah.